It's a bittersweet Locked On Cardinals. We had to say goodbye to a friend today. Yeah, somebody who is near and dear to our hearts as uh, we watch each and every week Cardinals games. And also with the team on by, which teams are you rooting for? Should you root for with the Cardinals not playing this weekend? We're going to break it down. It's the last show before break. Bo, it's Alex. It's Locked On Cardinals. Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on? Rise up, Red Seeds. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, Wednesday edition of the episode. And thanks for checking in. And making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day, whether it's on podcasts or if you're watching us on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed, please, and you can get updates anytime we put in new content. It'll give you an alert on your phone. You can just view it right there, right there. It's that easy. It's magic. Uh, Alex Clancy at Clancy's Corner on Twitter at Bob Rack, easiest way to find me. And uh, the Arizona Cardinals made a move. I don't know if it's a red flag. I. I'm not, I'm not in that camp right now. I mean, I know that they were checking in on a quarterback last week. According to Field Yates, they were looking in at Steve Bichelle on the uh, Kansas City Chiefs practice squad. And the Chiefs, uh, they said, no, nah, we're just going to elevate him to the active roster. The Baltimore Ravens did not do that. In the case of Trace McSorley, former Penn State standout, kind of a versatile dual threat quarterback back in college, had a couple opportunities to maybe grab the backup quarterback position in Baltimore. Never really did. He's QB3 there. He's on the practice squad, and the Arizona Cardinals gobbles him up. To make room, Alex, we have to bid a fond farewell to Chris Trevler. Yeah, instead of waving a red flag, it's kind of waving a Canadian flag, I guess you could say. Um, Chris Trevler is no longer, you know what, because he played for the CFI. I don't know if I don't know if you got that. But, Thank you for um, clarifying. So, Trace McSorley is a – if you're making cookies and you have a quarterback cutout, and a hybrid cutout, at least Trace McSorley is a quarterback cutout of a co- quarterback cookie cutout of a, you know what I mean? Like he, he's a quarterback. Yeah. Like, okay. so say Kyler and Colt McCoy get hurt. Trace McSorley's a quarterback. Chris Trevler is kind of an athlete. If you were doing NCAA football and you were recruiting across the country, he'd be an athlete. He wouldn't be a position. And I feel like, yeah, whatever. Like, this is how bored we are. We're, we're opening the show a little bit with, Therese McSorley talk because we're too bored about talking about how, how great the Cardinals have been playing. So I guess it's um it's a nice little nugget. Hopefully we won't have to discuss it anymore after, you know, this segment this year, unless it's week 17 and week 18 when Kyler's sitting because the Cardinals already have their, you know, buy locked up or something like that. Well, I mean, it is it, it is kind of just an interesting move. I mean, we talked about the Strebler edition because I think people wanted him to be that Taysom Hill light, uh, kind of be that gadget quarterback, a guy that can do things that uh, you're not your traditional signal caller can do. And in this offense, obviously you need that. And we've seen Chris Trevor. We've gotten, uh, we have enough data that tells us that Chris Trevor obviously has his limitations. A lot of them, right? I mean, it's, it's just, it's a, a, you're falling off a cliff when it goes from Kyler to McCoy and then to to Trevler. And I think as far as the skill sets are concerned, I think Trace McSorley can do a little bit more. I'm not saying, look, put him in the starting lineup immediately, give him reps, whatever. I'm just saying he's a little bit better of a version than, than Tr- Chris Trevler is 
as far as that skill set's concerned. He's a guy that ran a four five seven forty, so he's speedy a little bit. You remember him kind of getting physical in the run game at the quarterback position at Penn State, and he can throw the ball a little bit better. I mean, relative to Chris Strebler, he's a more polished passer. Relative to McCoy and Kyler, yeah, you're going to see a drop-off there. But So I think, you know, at this point in the season, trade, de- trade deadline's done. There's nobody that you're going to be that's going to be available that is going to be a game changer. But if you can bring somebody on a uh, on a play on a play by play basis, if if McSorley is just a better option than and an upgrade to Strebler, and he can do some things that you like, I I, I don't mind it. I mean, that's how you get better at this point in the season. Yeah, uh, sure. I mean, I I I don't think it's a big deal if they would have kept Strebler or not. If everybody stays healthy, then this shouldn't have to be an issue. But yeah, I mean, what we saw Trace McSorley, the the biggest splash he's made was when Lamar Jackson was out last year, I believe. RG3 gets hurt, and Trace McSorley comes in and almost uh take brings Baltimore back in this ridiculous win. I think it was against I think it was against Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think it was, it was against the, Pittsburgh. I think it, was, I think it was a Thursday night game. One of those just weird it was games. A weird, oh, you know what it was? I think it was a Wednesday game or something. It was a COVID oh, game. It was right. a weird maybe it was Tuesday or something like that. It wasn't nice. a normal game. And it was an ugly ass game and Baltimore scored a touchdown to get within one score. I think it was a broken play as you mentioned before. Yeah, because I didn't remember that. But Whatever, like it, we're talking third string here, um, right? As far as yeah. its impact, and also take take this into consideration. Um, Trace McSorley most likely ran the practice squad uh, QB as Justin Fields. I know Fields is battling an injury, but that was the Ravens' last opponent, and I'm sure I'm sure Trace McSorley was running a lot of the offense that the Bears are, are going to run when the Arizona Cardinals return from bye. So there's a couple other variables that, pl- that pl- are in play here and don't necessarily add up to a red flag that Kyler Murray might not be back. But you should you know, take comfort you know, after his last performance that Colt McCoy has regained the trust of the fan base and I'm sure the coaching staff alike. So uh, just, uh, just an interesting move, one to kind of talk about. Um, you know, There was news about J.J. Watt. It came out yesterday that uh, he's doing everything within his power to get back in week two of the postseason could potentially be a spot for JJ Watt to come back. You know, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm a little pessimistic on that. Just seeing what type of injuries he sustained and what, you know, what he had to, what he has to go through in order to get back and how physical he plays. Uh, I mean, I'm surprised he's not out there in a, in a sling, just playing anyway through it, but uh, hopefully he gets back and he doesn't uh, risk screwing up his second season that the Cardinals have him under contract for next year. Yeah, let's just, let's get there first Yeah, as a team and win games, you know, enough games to get there. And if J.J. Watt wants to come in with a Superman cape on, welcome. You know, I mean, he's, and he saw what a trickster he is. What a rascal he is with the tweet he put out. Did he say maybe dot, 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 something like that? Um. He tweeted that out uh, after the Cardinals win. I mean, he he hasn't been on this exciting of a team ever. Like, Houston was fun, but they weren't this. And the fact that this could be his last, his last best chance to win something in this league, you bet your bottom dollar he's going to put super glue on his shoulder and get back out there in the playoffs. I mean, I'd be surprised if he didn't make an appearance in the playoffs when the Cardinals get there. I would yeah. be surprised, even though, I mean, even just to give it a go. 
Yeah, for sure. And Marcus Golden kind of gave an update, just said he's working every day. Watt is to get back. Uh, quote, he's still pushing himself hard to get back and pushing us as well. Close quote. That was from the Arizona Cardinals leading sack artist in Marcus Golden has 10 on the season. Also another nugget about Watt, just uh, his off the field. Uh, he's paying, he's, he's going to pick up the tab on the funerals for those who uh, perished in the horrible holiday parade um, tragedy in Wisconsin. Just JJ watches. Uh, he just gets it. Yep. Just yep. gets it. He sure does. The Arizona Cardinals off their bye week this week uh, for Thanksgiving week. What is it? 12 of the NFL season. They'll be back in week 13, but which teams do you need to root against in order to help bolster the Arizona Cardinals chances at the NFC top playoff spot. And of course the NFC West division, we're breaking those down. It's Bo, it's Alex, it's locked on Cardinals. Follow along on Twitter at locked on AZ cards and at Clancy's corner at Bob rack. It's Thanksgiving. We know what that means. Football. Nothing goes better with football than Turkey and betting bet online. Has it covered all holiday season, more props, odds, lines than ever before. Look, you got to sprite. You got to like spice these Thanksgiving games up a little bit you've got one of the worst quarterback battles of all time between Andy Dalton and uh who's the kid that uh, t- that backed up Aaron Rodgers all those years he threw for 77 yards for the Lions over the weekend why can't I think of his name well he's the Lions quarterback it's it, it doesn't <laughs> matter uh but here's the here's the thing you got to get some action on that game to make it interesting head over to the new updated desktop mobile website bet online sign up today receive a 50 percent welcome bonus and a promo code just by using the promo code locked on and it's uh, not just football bet online has pro college hoops nhl boxing ufc even your favorite vegas casino games don't Wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online. We're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. <laughs> stuffed. Tim Boyle is the name of the quarterback for the Detroit Lions. There you go. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy hanging out with you on a Wednesday edition when there won't be any more shows this week. We're taking the time off. It's bye week. You know, the last little nugget of news was about a third-string quarterback. Uh, I think we're good. Just going to take some time, rest, hang out with your families, do it. We appreciate everybody that that makes Locked On Cardinals your first listen. You know, we're talking about this team every day. We're dialed in, and, uh, man, what a ride it's been. Nine and two going into their bye week. They were either able to weather the storm without their franchise quarterback, Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy goes two and one. Also, they were without J.J. Watt, who we just talked about. Also, they were without DeAndre Hopkins, and they were out without A.J. Green for a game. It's uh, it's it's been some adversity that this team has faced, and they've come out, you know, the best looking team through eleven weeks in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. Um, with that being said, you know, Monday Night Football, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take advantage of a get of a get right game against the New York Giants blow them out 30 to 10. And then you have a couple teams that are going to be in action this weekend, Alex. It's going to be the LA Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. There's the game on Thursday, Thanksgiving, between the Dallas Cowboys. They uh, take on in the Jerry Dome, the Las Vegas Raiders. I think I saw the Cowboys were seven-point favorites in that game, but they are facing some, um, I mean, talk about adversity. They got a couple injuries they're facing. You've got Amari Cooper out. I think he's out with a positive test. And Zeke's going to play, but he's not 100%. And they might be without Tyron Smith, their left tackle. 
Oh, and um, I think CeeDee Lamb had a had a head injury in last in last week's game too. Like, here's the thing: this is a fantastic week for the Cardinals to be on a bye. There's a there's one of the biggest flashball memories I have of Dak Prescott and this this team, this Dallas Cowboys team, was a young Josh Allen a couple of years ago going into Jerry Dome and beating the doors off the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Cole Beasley had a day. It was his first. It was his first year outside uh, of the Dallas Cowboys uniform. And the Raiders, like, that's definitely a game the Cowboys can lose. And if the Cowboys lose that game, that's three of four, and the walls of the the wheels have officially fallen off that train. Three of four, they'd be seven and four. And sweet mother Jerry Jones would be looking to fire somebody. The um the Packers and and, and Rams. I'll save that one till last because. It's even more interesting now as to which one, which team you'd rather have win. Um, and then the Bucks going to Indy, Bo, like there's not, there aren't many hotter teams in the NFL than the Indianapolis Colts right now. They play defense, they run the ball fine, and, Ch- and Carson Wentz has been fine aside from two interceptions inside the one yard line, one going in, one coming out. And they're good. And you know, but you know, Tommy doesn't like going on the road when he doesn't have to. I know, I know it's a, I know it's a dome, but I mean, Tampa Bay could definitely lose that game. Dallas could definitely lose to Oakland, and then with the Rams and Packers, like I get it. You want the Rams to win, so it gives the Cardinals technically a half game lead over the Packers, or one and a half game lead. Because the Packers would have four losses then. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you'd rather see? You'd rather see the Rams win? Uh, I think so. And it's and it's odd because it is a division opponent. It, but I think as far as the rest of the, the, rema- the remaining schedule for the Packers. Uh, I mean, they play the Ravens. They have to play the Vikings again. But then they've got the Bears and they've got the Lions. And those should be slam dunk victories. When you look at the at the Rams, you know they've got a couple teams on their schedule that I think the 49ers they, again. They've got the 49ers again, and they've also got the Arizona Cardinals. They'll play head to head head one more time. They'll play the Ravens as well, and they'll play the Vikings, which I don't think is a a, a W, you know, for this Rams team all of a sudden. So I think that just as far as remaining schedule, it would just benefit this week the Arizona Cardinals for the Rams to win head-to-head against the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, because when you look at it, if the Packers win, that puts the Rams at 7-4. and And that is San Francisco on their heels. On their heels with five losses. I don't know who the 49ers are playing. I mean, it can't be somebody very good. I mean, they've run through. They play the Vikings. Vikings. So that's going to be a huge... That is a huge uh, litmus test game for both of those teams for the six or seven spot when we're seven weeks away. Like, it's getting real here, and the Cardinals are just sitting back with their mojitos, flippy floppies, just watching and enjoying watching just these teams jockey for position. And, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Any any leg up the Cardinals can get with the overall one seed, I'm going to throw up. I can't believe we're talking about this still. You know, that that's something that, you know, you would benefit the Cardinals and uh, the Rams are going to make the playoffs. So you yeah. may like, if they win this game, if they win a couple of down, you know, later on down the road, the Cardinals still have a buffer 
to where if they win, they're going to have a two-game lead plus the tiebreaker over the Rams. So, you know, even if they lose to the Rams on Monday Night Football, they'll still have a buffer. Right. And if they if the Cardinals take care of business, you have to have that mindset. It's like you don't want to go rely on other teams winning games for you. But if you can get one before you take on L.A., I think that that would just be important. You know, you just have to go in with the mindset that you're going to beat them on Monday Night Football at home. You know, that that they're the better team, that they'll be close to full strength, that they should have Kyler back then. They should have DeAndre Hopkins back then. And if they, you know, and to prove that week three wasn't a fluke. And I don't think that there's anybody in the building that believes that as far as the Cardinals are concerned. So, you know, you just have to go with that mindset. And as far as, you know, the games this weekend, I, I don't think that it, one legitimately, they is that a house phone? It is a house phone. Wow, that's unbelievable. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> back on track. I just didn't know they existed any longer. I thought I'd I'd uh, time traveled. But anyway, the uh, but the Arizona Cardinals, they're um, they, they can't lose. They literally can't lose. And with the teams that are playing, and then the fact that one of their two uh, teams that are, could be in their way, or also you know just competition for the top NFC spot, uh, play each other. That's huge for them. And then the game with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, I wouldn't, I can't, couldn't have handpicked a team better than a, than the Colts who are playing at such a high level right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and remember, like, so this shows that, because we've mentioned a bunch of teams the Cardinals are going to play the rest of the season, some that didn't look great early that are going to be challenges now. But I mean, the Bears look terrible. Okay. The Lions are terrible. So that puts the Cardinals at 11 wins. You would think, you know, the Bears, I don't know, I still see the Bears as a hiccup game. Kyler Murray coming off rusty. Like, that's not one to overlook. But then the rest of the schedule, you have Seattle. I mean, Seattle at the end of the year could be starting you at quarterback, you know, right. depending on how far out of contention they are. And if they're looking to trade Russell Wilson, they don't want him to get injured in a game that doesn't matter. Like, right. the Cardinals are in a situation where they play the Cowboys, the Rams, and the Colts. And I, I think that's it, you know? Like, the other, the other, um, the other three games... Gimme, yeah. gimme, gimme. It, so, it's you know, insane. It could be, two, it could be in a lot worse spots. Two more division games. They've already clinched a, a winning record in the division. They're four and zero. I mean, they could. I mean, they could go five and one, six and zero in the division. It, it's pretty crazy. Um, and, and they're just, they're just in a driver's seat right now. They're in a really good spot. You know, where does the rest of the, uh, where do the the people, the prognosticators, the analysts believe that the Arizona Cardinals are going into their bye week? The latest power rankings, we got them for you, and they shouldn't be able to move out of the spot that they're in the the power rankings, right? And we'll get into that conversation. It's coming up next. It's on the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. It's Bo, it's Alex, and I got to tell you about the best tasting protein bar of all time. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but we know it doesn't taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Most protein bars, chalky, waxy, just plain hard to choke down. A Built Bar, soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience, one that you'll enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you're eating a candy bar. Built Bars, they're low in carbs, low in calories, low fat, low sugar, and high in protein. All the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious. So many flavors. Another great thing about Built Bar, there's so many mouth-watering flavors, including coconut, raspberry, mint, brownie, coconut, almond, salted caramel, double chocolate, and cherry barcia. And this month, Built is coming out with a new limited-time flavor every three to four days. 
So check their website often, built.com. You don't want to miss out. In fact, go to built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Thanks for making the Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. If you watch the YouTube show, we premiere them at 10 a.m. except for our halftime show and except for our post-game reaction show. Those are live, uh, but other than that, we are premiering each episode at 10 a.m. each and every day. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. Let's take a look at the Locked On Podcast Network Power Rankings, the Arizona Cardinals, back at the top spot at 9-2. and two. If you're watching this, you can see that the Bucks are number two. If you're listening, I'll tell you the, the Packers are number three. The Rams are number four at 7-3. and three. What's What is so shocker? Those are all four NFC teams right there. Then you have the Chiefs rebounding. They're seven and four. Team that's kind of regained their uh, their swagger a little bit. I think Patrick Mahomes still needs to improve a little bit, but the defense is kind of figuring some things out. Ravens at six. The Titans at seven. I mean, the Titans. I don't know. I think I had them at the, out of the top ten after the, they lost to the Texans. I mean, you can't lose to the Texans and the Jets in the same season and be say, hey, that's a top ten team. I mean, they were without everybody. Like, I know that's not. I know that's not a, a true. Um, you know, they just released of, Adrian like, Peterson. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, right? But they had. But AJ Green, AJ Brown was out. Julio Jones is out. Derrick Henry's out. Like, I understand it's the Texans, but it's just they have nobody. They 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 now have no weapons that that are consistent there. And we thought that Julio Jones thing was going to work out there. I mean, sweet mother, how many games has he played? This week, th- this year, yeah. I mean, I think that's about right. I w- I put the Chiefs higher. I put the Chiefs above the Rams because power rankings are the temperature for the team at the given time, and the Chiefs are one of the hotter teams in foot. They're starting to play a lot better. Patrick was had five touchdowns two weeks ago. I know it was kind of an ugly game last week, but when it comes down to it, uh, the Chiefs are going to come out of the AFC, right? I mean, are you still betting? Are you betting against the Chiefs to come out of the AFC? I would love to see Bill Belichick versus Patrick Mahomes in the AFC championship game again with a different quarterback. Like, wouldn't that be the greatest thing ever? Like, we could still, if the Cardinals don't make the Super Bowl, I think the entire world is rooting for Belichick versus Brady because it's possible. Because it's possible. Imagine that in the Super Bowl. But aside from that, I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are still the hottest team in the AFC, but I think they should have been a little bit higher. Yeah, and looking at our power rankings, I mean, you just mentioned the Patriots. I think I have them against uh, higher than the Cowboys. I've got, me, I definitely yeah, have me too. Them higher than the Titans. I mean, we're talking about you know how well the teams are playing right now, and you're you'd be hard pressed to find any team playing better than the Patriots. And then you got the Titans and Cowboys who are trending in the wrong direction now. Dallas can get back on track on Thursday with a game against Las Vegas. And then the Bills are just absolutely just struggling at six and four. Uh, that offense, I don't know what happened to that. And you know, it's just like if you would if you would take in the temperature of, of the Cardinals fan base, they probably would have said I, they'd take Brian Dable right now. And I mean, he's he's the guy that's that's calling the plays in an offense. I mean, it's just the that's the ugly reality of the NFL. Like people make adjustments. People found a blueprint. The teams did to slow down Josh Allen and that passing attack. And they haven't figured out how to, you know, play that game of chess and get back to to having a, a solid offense. I mean, they, they have the players to do it, but they just can't get it going. I mean, they struggled against Miami. You know, they they 
they they struggled well, against Jacksonville. You know, it's been brutal for them. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. What is the big gaping hole on that offense? Running game. They have they've punted on running the ball. <laughs> Just completely. Yeah. And how do you win games? Running the ball and playing defense. That's how you win football games. That's how you've won football games since its inception is run and play defense. And sure, obviously, there's going to be 60-40 or 70-30 even pass run splits now because of how the game's evolved. But when you need first downs and everybody knows you're going to throw the ball, it's a little bit easier to defend. When you always drop back, drop back into coverage and you have your outside pass rushers pass rushing, you, do, you can do that all the game because they don't run the ball. They have capable backs like Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. I'm sure there's a handful of teams that would take them over their current running back room and they just punt. They completely give up on running the ball and their receiving court isn't that good. It's not Tampa Bay. Like if Tampa Bay didn't run the ball, you'd be like, well, I get it. I mean, they have everybody with Antonio Brown healthy. Stephon Diggs is a wide receiver one for sure. But if you bracket him with the safety, who's their number two, Emmanuel Sanders, you know, Cole Beasley, like these people are delusional out there thinking that that's going to work. I don't know. I'd rather be the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Like ran right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, it pisses me off. It's like, it goes like, you think you're special. Yeah. You ain't special. Run no. the ball. Taking a step back. Like, people, they, they've read that book already. Yeah. You know, it's, you gotta, you gotta figure it out. And and with a guy like Josh Allen, you just gave him a, you just backed up the Brinks truck and you're paying him a lot of money beyond his rookie contract. You gotta figure it out. And, and it's not going to be as easy. And as it don't was. condescend me about my rant. I know, did you not get some sleep last night? It's no, the phone. I'm at my parents' house. My my mom and stepdad live in the damn mountains. They need a landline. They're right. 80 years old. They're not, but they do landline stuff. Does your mom not have a landline? I don't think so. Is she a Jetson? I feel like all older people have so. landlines. So that's What's two. What's it? You for? need a nap. You need a I nap. Do. I do. And if I'm off if my I ass, I can rant about what I want. If I had a landline, I'd have to unplug it if I was taking a nap because I mean, <laughs> there's, there's no silent on it. No, you just put the hand off the hook. You just put it off and turn it on. Busy signal. Busy signal. Oh, uh, Bob Rock, Alex Clancy. We've, we've had it. We've, like, it's time for bye week for us. I need a bye week from you. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so follow us on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards. Follow Alex at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at Bob Rackies is where to find it. And, uh, man, when we sit down on Thanksgiving and we, we, say, uh, we say our blessings and we say our, what we're thankful for, we're thankful for each and everybody, that uh, every one of you that tunes in, and listen to this podcast. It's been an incredible ride. Thank you so much. We're we're just so grateful for you all, and uh, we hope you have a great holiday. Hopefully, you get some cu- a couple days off and enjoy the bye week for the Arizona Cardinals. We'll be back with you Monday morning, brand new episode of the podcast, and of course, the uh, YouTube uh, episode will premiere at ten on Monday. Alex, anything else? Oh, enjoy it. Stretch your legs. Watch other teams squirm, trying jogging for playoff position and realize that the Cardinals are at the top of the mountain through 11 go. weeks, which is absolutely mind bottling. <laughs> I'm going to say that the rest of your Wednesday. Enjoy your holiday. We'll talk to you soon on Monday. Locked on Cardinals.